Hello and welcome, and boy do I have a sense of deja vu, because I feel like we just did this, Falcon. Strange. We just Strange. did this a week ago, but... No, I, I feel like we just started the podcast about two minutes ago, and something went wrong and we weren't live, and this is the second time we've had this bit of the conversation. Huh. Now. Yeah, yeah I, I really can't relate. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, oh, oh, is Maybe it just you're me? Having a, are you having a stroke? Do you smell burning toast? No. Hmm. I, do, I do kind of smell burning pastries because I ate some pies for lunch. <laughs> were they burned? That's uh, sad. They were singed a little around the edges, but I mean, you stick okay. something in an oven for 45 minutes, something's going to burn eventually. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's burn and there's crispy. Anyway, whatever. Crispy is just Thank like you. the nicest side of bun. It's fine. Yeah, there you go. They're cousins or something. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, cool stuff. Cool stuff. Podcast day is here. Mm-hmm. Sure is. I do want a quick brood war note, though. Sure. Did you ever hear about the SCV flying bug that they mm-hmm. introduced in yeah. StarCraft? Yeah. 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 Okay. So that got fixed today. Oh, cool. I mean, absolutely did not expect that at all. There was no announcement like we're working on it, right? Like mm-hmm. we'll have a fix soon. The people that put together like on their own fan made ladder for StarCraft called Shield Battery, they had it fixed in like a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know, Blizzard, um, the one person working on all the StarCraft projects was finally like, Oh, I guess maybe we should look at this thing. <laughs> that is murdering the ladder. Well, I mean they probably just copy pasted whatever the shield battery people did right it's like oh yeah just merge that with the with the live version yeah, on that uh, maybe fine. yeah maybe somebody that shield battery was like look man i know you don't know how to code here <laughs> <laughs> i know you just spent the last two weeks you know trying to get out of the parking lot right like it's a confusing place but yeah at some point you gotta come in and do your work i've done it for you you just need to sign in and push these two buttons just push this line. exactly yeah so it's fixed Somebody posted in the Discord that uh, like eight, 17 or 18 of the top 20 players on the Korean ladder for StarCraft were uh, Terrans. <laughs> like, most of those were just SCV glitch abusers. Like, mm-hmm. it was destroying the ladder. So, uh, sure. it's good to see that that's gone. That is wonderful. Again, mm-hmm. I was very worried about. Um... Yeah, I was just, I was very worried that it wouldn't get fixed for another few months, but. Mm-hmm. Apparently, good change can happen, while bad change is happening. (laughs) Apparently, it's possible. Yeah. If we want to get into that, I mean, do you want to discuss the goings-on at Activision Blizzard recently, or do we want to not do that? We can talk about it. That's fine. I don't Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Why don't you explain the situation? Yeah. So, for those of you who've lived under a rock, uh, basically, a bunch of people came out who are former employees of Activision Blizzard or current employees saying that it is an extremely, extraordinarily toxic work environment. Mm -hmm. Uh, Apparently, this has been going on for years, but a lot of sexual harassment, potentially even some rape incidents, um, like really just down the rabbit hole of just really terrible, awful, awful, evil behavior. And this all came to a head uh, when somebody who reportedly was, um, again, reportedly in a relationship with their boss, which, 
Don't do that. Don't date your boss. Don't date your subordinates. Never, ever, ever do that. I'm shocked there wasn't a policy preventing this from happening. But um, reportedly, she killed herself while on a, a work-sponsored trip. I mean, and I think that seems to be what brought this to a head. Yeah, I mean, just uh, as a note about the policy, it, it it sounds like the policies might have been encouraging it. <laughs> given this, like, it, it's much more likely that's what's going on, given the other accusations that are going around and uh, the behavior at present it currently at Activision Blizzard. Which... Yeah, and the larger problem, like, not the larger problem, but the problem is the you know the environment. But what doesn't help is that apparently people reported they went to HR and HR was like, uh, "You're the problem. Screw you. Everything's fine." Mm-hmm. Which, like, I under, I understand that HR is more on the side of the company than the individual. I get that, but also HR should exist to prevent the company from getting sued into oblivion. Like that's. <laughs> Something that HR should be looking out for the company's best interests, even if the company doesn't want to do the things, mm-hmm. you know? Right. Right. So HR should have been acting in a way to prevent this current storm from happening at all. And they failed miserably there. So they failed both the company and the individuals working for the company. So two thumbs up HR department of Blizzard Activision. You guys just absolutely suck at your jobs in every possible way. Way to go. It's true. It's true. Yeah. So there's been a strike. I saw that announced earlier today. Uh, people mm-hmm. walked out of their jobs. Um, there was Activision Blizzard released a very professional PR statement that was like, everything's fine. Nothing to see here, which was like, wow. Okay. <laughs> That's one way to handle this, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Not how yeah. I not how I, uh, I think a lot of people were hoping it would be handled, but that's that's what they've decided to do. No, and uh, this hurts too. Mike Morhan, former president of Blizzard, who works for Dreamhaven now, uh-huh. he put out a statement saying we failed you, and I was just like, dude. So like, you didn't fix these problems when you were there, and then like skipped on your merry way to start a new company and left everything behind. Mm-hmm. Oh, not a good look, man. Mm-hmm. Nope. Not a good look. Nope. I I don't know. I was looking forward to Dreamhaven and what they could do and but if it's just like all the leadership who left blizzard knew the stuff was going on didn't really fix it and then started their own company that's a bad look mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. this all totally sucks the end the end yeah yeah um you have anything did i miss anything you have oh anything i put to add? the wrong overlay on apparently how did that happen Apparently, oh. how did? No, that one doesn't have the things. Interesting. Dreaming is hard. Yeah, it is. Apparently, excuse me. Keep talking while I try and fix this. Okay. Um. Or not. Whatever. No, that's all. So that's fixed. uh. <laughs> really uh, super bad, and I just I. I always hear this from people on Twitter and different places like the games industry is overall toxic and bad for women Mm -hmm. and people especially. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, that's not fair. This is a generalization of a couple game companies that are bad. (laughs) Like, if Blizzard's this way, like who is not? You know what I mean? Right. I don't know. Again, it's still not fair to generalize everyone, but I do worry it's more widespread than I believed it was, uh, you know, last week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, yeah. 
I saw someone on Twitter saying like, never think that a company can't let you down when they've like it couldn't get any worse when a company's already let you down once. Uh, mm. And so I, I think that's probably something to keep in mind moving forward with every company. <laughs> it's like where we are, it can always get worse from this company. Like they're always going to do something to dis- disappoint. Turns out they were selling weapons to the Iranians. It's like, ah, Blizzard, <laughs> come on. We can't be surprised, though. Like, no. You already let us down once. <laughs> That's a bit beyond being let down. Right? <laughs> yeah, but probably. Yeah. Pro... Just how else are they going to make up for their clubs and what? Good point. Mm-hmm. I mean, how are they going to fix that unless they start selling weapons? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I don't know. So in the end, <laughs> what I just I think is going to happen here is they're going to end up paying a big fine to the state of California. Mm-hmm. Um, I. It's really hard to get criminal convictions out of situations like this. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if we saw any. But again, it's not so much that's what would fix it. It's it needs a culture reboot. It just. It just seems like it's too entrenched. It's too entrenched that this frat boy kind of behavior is just how it's just the order of things which bothers me. So Right. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it almost feels like we need new leadership. Like boot out the existing president, everybody in HR, you know, team leads, whatever you need to do. Mm-hmm. But then you can't promote people who are part of it either. So it's, I don't know. It's not an easy fix. I don't have any experience with fixing this kind of thing. And I worry that it's not entirely fixable. So I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, no idea how to fix it. Wouldn't wouldn't know where to start. <laughs> yeah. So gross. Yep. Pretty, pretty gross. Mm-hmm. But in the end, the firestorm will die down. People will forget about it. There will be a new thing to be upset about because that's how, you know, that's how we roll these days. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember there, there used to be times when I was younger where we would go months without everyone be, be mad about something. It was great. Mm. Not anymore. There's always something to be mad about. Sure, yeah. Sometimes yeah. justified, sometimes not. I feel like when you were younger, you probably just weren't looking hard enough. Talking about when I was a baby. <laughs> well, I, don't, like I don't think you were looking. Years, I didn't think you were looking when you were baby. Ten years ago, there was stuff to be mad about all the time if you were looking hard enough, and you wouldn't have to try all hard. The Twitter was around ten years ago. Like it was, Twitter has not changed that much in ten years. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like it's been much more widely adopted in the last ten years than when it started. I think Twitter has been more widely adopted in the last ten years, but I don't think. The, the idea of being outraged about something is, like, significantly more pervasive on the site than it was before. I'm not just talking about Twitter. I'm talking as a no. culture. I just... Sure, but this is where I see most of it, right? Like, if I, if, I yeah. did, if I wasn't on Twitter, I probably wouldn't have even heard this happen, right? I, obviously, I saw some stuff on Reddit, but Twitter and Reddit are kind of like... All right, check one, check the other, nothing new, nothing I'm really interested in, go back to playing video games. So they're kind of, like, the same to me. Hmm. That makes sense. Yeah. I don't know how you click on Reddit and say there's nothing new. 
<laughs> well, okay. There's like a million new posts every second on that site. I clicked, uh, I just opened Reddit, and the top, everything on this page has already got a, like a, you've seen this little check mark on it, so. Because it's counting okay. the number of new comments, and I'm like, oh, I don't care enough to read the new comments, so. No, definitely not. You need to turn on the setting that hides posts once you have voted on them. Yeah, I could do that, but mm -hmm. then when I want to show someone that thing, I can never find it again, because it hides it. <laughs> Right. Uh, that is a concern. Yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Anywho. I don't know. Uh, I guess maybe maybe what actually happened was we were madder about things for longer. Mm. Right? Like, the thing that everyone's outraged about happens, and it's the thing for the next six months, right? And right. now it's like something happens and we're like two weeks later, there's a new thing and we're on to that, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think you just move faster. Yes. Yeah. I think that might be just a general society's moving faster kind of a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Cool. Cool. Uh, yeah. So on that wonderful, wonderful note <laughs> of discussion. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Let's do GSL. GSL is happening. GSL uh, slightly happened. Yeah, there was one one series played. Yes. Which was... Who was it? It was Dark Parting. It was Dark Parting. Mm -hmm. And it was a 4-0 stomp. It was, and the question I had last week was, would Parting use Sky Toss? And the answer is yes. Mm. He did. He did, yeah. He did, he did a couple times, and it looked good. It was a good Sky Toss. But yeah. <laughs> Dark held this carrier void ray, like immortal disruptor attack with mass queen and microbial shroud, mm -hmm. and I was like, "What? <laughs> what is? What are you doing? Mm -hmm. How is microbial shroud working in this situation?" And then it did. Yeah. So yeah. Dark's a wizard, is what I learned from that game. <laughs> Because yeah. I was like, he only has queens here. Microbial Shroud, what a joke. Nope, totally worked. Totally got Parting to back off, and then he won the game later. It was amazing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Turns out, yeah. negating 50% of all damage you receive, pretty good. It, yes. Yeah. It is good. Turns it out. Just, it's not as good. I think the problem is it's not as good as Infested Terrans were. Uh-huh. So I think like the relative difference, a lot of Zerg players are just like, meh. <laughs> <laughs> by comparison of uh -huh. the incredible anti-air capabilities the Infested Terran had. Sure, yeah. Yeah. I can see that. Anyway. So, yeah, Parting uh, has a bad day. And mm -hmm. it's Trap Dark in the finals. Yeah. Another ZVP for everyone. Mm-hmm. A lot of ZVP. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh. Predictions? Mmm... If, I don't know. It feels like Dark's really doing well recently. I mm -hmm. don't have any concerns about him as a player. Mm -hmm. Let's see what he did. It was a lot of ZVT for him in the group stage. So that doesn't help with ZVP. And honestly, 4 Parting is like... I, parting. I don't know. We don't have any respect for Parting on this podcast, sadly. Mm. So, yeah. I don't think that... I don't, I just, he's got it together... He knows what to do against Sky Toss, which Trap is obviously going to go for at least 
you know, three times. <laughs> at least three <laughs> times and a best of yeah. seven. <laughs> uh-huh. But, I mean, right. if it's a sweep either way, we only get four games. So I'm trying to be... I can guarantee six because what if it doesn't go six games? <laughs> right, no, but if it goes at least three times and don't get it three times, it's really kind of like, oh, he's going to try the same thing over and over again. All right. Mm, it's an, yeah, it's a good point. Yeah. Assuming yeah, Doc being Doc in 12 pulls at least once. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't but, be shocked. Wouldn't be shocked if he did that. I am probably thinking it's going to be like another 4 0 Doc Swayle, if I had to guess. Really? A yeah. 4 0? Yeah. Maybe a 4 okay. 1. Maybe a 4 1. But then, yeah, I thought parting would take a game as well. Sure, but I think Trap's way better than parting. Sure, so right. But he's not, I mean. He, I think he is way better, but he's no formal world champion potting, you know? Potting was a world <laughs> champion. <laughs> Trap was close. It was real close. It's true. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. All right, cool. So, I don't I, I'm seeing a six-game series, personally. Six I, games. I see Dark winning, but I see more of a 4-2 kind of a thing. Okay. Fair enough. When is that again? That is in two days. In yeah. two. It's tomorrow. Days tomorrow night. Days. Tomorrow night. I think. Yeah. Yeah. There yeah. you go. There you go. Mm-hmm. There you go. Cool. 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 So that's GSL. Mm. They. The, this entire playoffs for GSL has lined up perfectly that we would do this podcast right before the games. Like. Right. And then by the time we talk about it, it's old news. It's old news. So everyone's everyone's heard everything there is to say about parting at dark. And by the time we get to the podcast next week, everyone will heard everything about trap and dark. Yep. Yeah. Love it. Ooh, thanks GSL. <laughs> they clearly did this on on, on purpose. They did this thanks just for to being spice. on at three in the morning where I am. Yeah. Oh, is it three in the morning for you? Uh huh. Ugh, that's not good. It sucks. Yeah. Mm. Gross. Yeah. Hmm. <sighs> so really? let's see what else is going on. Yeah. Go well, I was just saying. I'm trying to think of anything else that's happening right now. And like, I the two things I have are like the first part of the Final Fantasy Pixel remake comes out tomorrow. So Final Fantasies 1, 2, and 3 are finally playable on Steam, like, on PC legitimately. Like, you don't have to download an emulator. That's kind of amazing. Kind of nice. And then I got an email saying I'm in the Halo Infinite multiplayer beta. Technical demo, I think is what they call it, but it's a beta. Um, so that's cool. Nothing really to talk about yet, because I haven't played either of these games yet. <laughs> right. <laughs> like... Cool. Again, we'll have stuff to talk about next week. <laughs> After it's old news. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. The Olympics are happening. Yep. Uh, I, I saw... It's not have you... ball entirely. <laughs> There's a lot of non-ball sports in there. It's true, but I really... I really don't like the Olympics. All, like talking about the Olympics all that much. It's not particularly interesting about who's getting gold medals. That's kind of. It's because Australia doesn't get gold medals. That's why I understand. We already got a gold medal. What the hell are you on about? 
Oh, ooh, you did? Oh, look at that! You're fifth in the world. Yeah. Like, I Way to go, Australia. I'm not. I'm not. I don't like dislike the Olympics because we we don't do well in it. You got five golds. Mm-hmm. How many gold do you got? Um, nine. Ooh, very nice. Very respectable yeah. nine. I did see a clip of um the I think it was the triathlon starting with like the divers, and they're all along this big diving board. Uh, I say diving board. It's more like a barge that's out in the ocean. <laughs> they're all lined up along it and the like clacks and blares and half the people dive in and the other half are all just standing there because there's a freaking boat in the way it's like, a media boat they've got like yeah. cameras and stuff yeah <laughs> jerks yeah so i had to restart it and i'm like oh i feel bad for all those people who've already started swimming their little hearts out and they're a little tired probably mm -hmm. so looks like all your gold medals will come in swimming which makes sense you're a nation known for swimmers Sure, You're an sure. island after all. Anthorpe, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's see. Kaylee McCown swimming, women's 100-meter mm -hmm. backstroke. Mm-hmm. Uh, your team, the women's 4x100-meter freestyle relay one. That's oh, nice. And someone named Ariarn. Is that a dude's name? Ariarn? Uh, I, would have, I, I would have to look at it. Oh. The... Just judging from your butchered pronunciation, who can tell anything? Mm-hmm. That's fair. Ariane? Sure. It's a guess. Wo woman's name? Man's name? Not a Probably. common name in Australia, apparently? I, I would say woman's name. Okay. Uh, yeah, woman. I just Googled it. All right. Yeah. There you go. 400-meter nice. freestyle. So your dudes need to pick it up, but your women are competing just fine, thank you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There was a bit of a uh, a bit of a controversy, a controversy. Mm-hmm. Because the U.S. women's uh, gymnastics team was one of the favorites to win gold, right? Okay. Uh, the star, the star player, player, the star gymnast on the team's name is Simone Biles. She's amazing. She's won. A ton of golds in Olympics in past. She's 25 years old, so she's old for a gymnast, right? Right, right. Um, and she's won, like, world championships and other events and stuff. And right before her event in this final against Russia, she just kind of pulled out. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, she said that she, she said literally she's dealing with stress and couldn't compete and just left. And so they were left... A gymnast down and russia won because of this right mm -hmm. and it's just it's really weird because again she's done the olympics multiple times mm -hmm. she's not someone who in the past has ever succumbed to the pressure or the stress of her situation well um you would we think can't, you know yes that's true but you would think someone would have this happen when they're younger Right. Like in their first Olympics, they get overwhelmed with everything. It's like, okay, I get that. But if you've already done it three times, and this is the time you're feeling overwhelmed, it's like, I don't... Something else is going on here. I don't think it's that simple, but I don't know. I'm no psychologist. Maybe she's just freaked out by performing in an empty stadium. Because <laughs> there's no one, <laughs> no one there, and she just thinks it's really freaky, and it's getting on her nerves that she's seeing people out of the corner of their eyes where there shouldn't be people there. I mean... <laughs> Empty stadiums are spooky. <laughs> that is an excellent point. I'd forgotten. I'd forgotten they don't have uh, spectators. Yeah. Maybe that is it. Maybe that just completely tripped her out. 
Maybe. Because, yeah, she's been competing in front of huge crowds her entire life. And so for that to be gone, it's just like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so interestingly enough, she she was competing against Russia, you said? Uh, I believe so. What what Russians banned from the Olympics for the so state-sponsored what... doping program? Yep. So here's what they ended up doing, because the International Olympic Committee is corrupt as all get out. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. The people that were clean, the people that were tested for drugs and weren't doping, mm -hmm. are allowed to compete Okay. under the country of Russia, but Russia itself is not officially there. It's a really, <laughs> really stupid situation. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, sure. Yep. Why not? I heard about it, and I was like, what? What is... What? <laughs> How does this make any sense? Yeah. One day, the Olympic Committee and FIFA will have a corrupt off to find out which of them is worse. Oh. I, oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because I, <laughs> it is hard for me to choose mm -hmm. between those two. Yeah. It does, it just, does it just come with being an international organization? Like, there's just too much money. I, I Your entire so. country is trying to manipulate you, and they have a lot of cash, right? Right. Yeah. I, I think see. it just comes with the territory. I don't know. I think it just comes with having a boatload of money. <laughs> yeah. Being able to get your way because boatload of money. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's my guess. Yeah. The world, I'm pretty sure. The, so the World Cup's in Qatar, right? Yes. That's the last time I heard, or well, last place I heard it would be, yeah. So entirely ignoring the fact that they're building the stadiums with slave labor because they are. Mm -hmm. The other thing is that Qatar is like, I know it's a hundred and million degrees in the summer here, but we're going to build these super state-of-the-art, super mega air-conditioned stadiums. <laughs> Yeah. And then they were like, just kidding, we can't get it done in time for the Olympics. <laughs> for, oh, so for the World Cup. So the World Cup's like, it, we're, we're moving the dates now to when it's cooler. And it's like, are you freaking kidding me? <laughs> like, come on. You spend all this money to be like, we need the World Cup in our country. It's going to be so awesome. And you promise all this stuff. And then you totally fall on your face. Yeah. Um... Yeah. It's, let's see, when is it? Yeah, no, so now it's in November, year. to December, yeah. so it's yeah. winter in Qatar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which... It's entirely because they couldn't get it done. Right, but here's uh... the thing. Building stadiums isn't, like, FIFA's... Uh... That's not their requirement, right? No. That's on Qatar. Qatar was yes. like, we can't get it done, so FIFA's had to move to accommodate. Yes. Uh, so that's that's, yep. that's kind of like... FIFA being um, like meeting them halfway. If FIFA had just been like, oh well, it's going on in the summer anyway. Athletes can just pass the fuck out. We don't care. That sounds like <laughs> something FIFA would do. I mean, given wow. the fact that they would force them to build stadiums in Qatar. So, <laughs> you know. Yeah. There are reports that up to 7,000 migrant workers have died in Qatar working to build these stadiums for the yep. World Cup. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Yep, it's wonderful. Uh-huh. Way to go, guys. <sighs> I still love, Anywho. like... I, okay, so I know you don't like John Oliver, but John Oliver had a bit, like, a segment on this on his show. And he was talking about when they were building stadiums in Brazil, <laughs> um, 
Brazil has a public safety law saying that you can't sell alcohol at sporting venues because wow. people people drink a fuck ton and get drunk and you know that causes problems like violence and destruction other fun stuff that comes with drunken idiots and on mass and FIFA sent a representative saying we have a sponsorship obligation to sell beer because we're sponsored by as he was Budweiser and so you will lift your public safety regulations and allow us to sell <laughs> beer at the <laughs> And then you know what happened? People got drunk and fought. <laughs> yeah, of course. Ugh. Welcome to... Yeah. Fucking FIFA. Mm. Sports. Corruption. Who doesn't like sports and corruption? I know, right? Everybody, literally everybody does that. Literally everyone. So today I was watching some of the old Day9 uh, dailies. StarCraft 2 from like 2010. Mm -hmm. And it just, it's kind of interesting to see how StarCraft 2 has changed in the last 10 years. Because mm -hmm. like a lot of it, you know, feels pretty much the same. Uh, it's just, I had forgotten how fast the four warp gate strategy came out. Because this video was posted, uh, like, maybe a month or two after StarCraft II had been released. Mm -hmm. And Day9's there talking about how fast, how incredibly strong. Like, the top of the ladder is populated by Protoss, who are just going for warp gate because it's so hard to stop. Right. And I was just like, dang, I thought we had, I feel like we had a year or two before that really caught on. But no, that was... Right at right at the inception of StarCraft Two, people figured out this whole warping in concept is awesome and really strong, mm -hmm. and they're just crushing everybody with it. Yep, yep, yeah. It's, so that was fun. It's weird how old StarCraft is now. Um, yeah, like it's uh, it's eleven year old for StarCraft Two now. Like we just had its birthday like yesterday. Yeah, uh, that's crazy. And so, um. You you mentioned that in the GSL promos, like Dark was doing like this thumbs down thing. Yeah, and I remember seeing somewhere a video of like a StarCraft two game in like a airport hangar, like an airplane hangar, and yeah. I don't know who it is. It's right. like MC or Nada or someone, but he does this like thumbs down. <laughs> to his opponent being like i'm gonna beat you so i'm like oh it's that and i went to go and find it and i couldn't find the clip itself but what i found it in was a nine-year-old like starcraft 2 fan-made song by tempo and i'm like wow yeah. <laughs> yeah no that's the when i'm grandmaster song right yeah i think i think anyone who's a starcraft 2 fan has probably heard that at some point maybe that's mm -hmm. wrong but um... so yeah you watch that and then you recognize all the stuff that's gone all the players that are references who've retired Mm -hmm. And like the fact that GOM TV just doesn't exist anymore. It's mm -hmm. been gone for some time. Mm -hmm. The fact that it talks about day nine in the chorus and he doesn't talk about Starcraft anymore. There are no dailies. And it's just like, <laughs> it's a different, it's such a different time. You I go mean, to 2011 to today and it's 10 years. And it doesn't feel like it's that long, but so much has changed. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, we still have taste doses. So the one true constant the, in Starcraft. <laughs> that's the one thing. Yeah, that's the one thing. No matter what platform it's being cast on, it's Tastosis. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <sighs> We're old. We're old, Somicron. It's true. It's true. Hmm. So old. 
So old. So I cast a game um, with Lenok. He's actually still playing. He's competing. Really? Uh huh. Wow. He hasn't done anything in a long time, but I was like, I need to go back and remember how good Lenok was. <laughs> so when he was 15, he took a game off Nada. He made it to the grand finals of of some tournament and qualified for GSL. Mm-hmm. I, I, he was he qualified for GSL Code S. He was taking games off people like MC, Huck. Like, he mm-hmm. was awesome. Tastosis mm-hmm. said that his potential was unlimited. And then it's like, and then he was great, and then he just fell off a cliff. <laughs> it's, it's so interesting to me to see some players who are just always great and always able to compete at the highest level. And maybe they're not winning championships anymore, but mm-hmm. making it to playoffs and, like, Flash, for example. Flash mm-hmm. was yeah. just great until he retired yeah innovation maru mm-hmm. right like all these dudes that are just consistently great and then it's like Lenok was dominant mm-hmm. for three to four years and then just disappeared right and not and not like regular disappeared like fruit dealer who literally stopped playing he was always just kind of around just never did anything like no results to really speak of with Lenok. i think Lenok's right. done his military though yeah yeah yep so that, that explains he's a good two reti- years yeah he's not retired because i got a replay from pig from ept asia uh, number 81 where he played his well it was part of the whole tournament but a series against gumio was really good uh-huh and um it's just like, still- yeah. <laughs> right yeah gumio's he's doing this crazy mech thing man yeah he won this he won this ept asia thing beat a bunch of good players with mm-hmm. like this crazy like, uh, I don't know, this is coming out next week, but he went... So he, it kind of looked like he was starting out race car mech. He had Hellions and Cyclones and doing some stuff. Mm-hmm. And he added tanks and a couple Thors. And he had a Banshee hit squad running around. And he had Liberators in the mix. And it was just like all of the <laughs> mech. It reminded me, uh, me of what Maru was doing last year. Mm-hmm. Where he was kind of making mech work. Mm-hmm. And it was just the same thing. It was just like scatter, scatter mech, throw every mech unit at the opponent and see what happens. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And it works. It works for Gumio here. He won the whole darn tournament with this kind of thing. And fair enough. Awesome. Fair enough. But I still, yeah, I don't know. Still can't get past the fact that certain Korean Zerg players are just like, I don't know what to do with a lot of Thors and tanks. It's like. <laughs> You abduct them and, <laughs> and kill them one by one. I yes. don't know why this is hard. As a Zerg uh, player, it bugs me. Because, yeah, Leonok was just like roaches and ravagers and some lurkers. And I'm like, are you going to make a single spellcaster? No. <laughs> like, not one infester, not one viper. And I was well, just like, you got to, man. I mean, if they don't make spellcasters, you don't need to make spellcasters. That's the rule, right? Like, Terran <laughs> yeah, kids. Terran can just make mass Thor. Protoss can just make a bunch of uh, like carriers, right? Like you don't need to make spellcasters to beat those because that would require you having more skill than your opponent. You should be able to just mash hydras or roaches straight in there. It doesn't matter. Like that's that's how the game's played. Yeah, that's what's that's yeah. how we ensure that it's fair. Is yeah. if your opponent's not making spellcasters, you don't have to make spellcasters. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. 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 Yep. <laughs> Anywho, hmm. uh, it's fun though. I do like seeing different strategies, and it really bothers me that it seems like all Terran can do against 
Zerg anymore at the highest level is Marine Marauder Medivac with some Wood of Mines, right? I yeah. would like to see Mac be more viable. Like, maybe not unstoppable, but let's make it so that, I don't know, once in a seven-game series, a Terran will do it against a Zerg, you know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That would be nice. Protoss, too. They don't have any choices against Protoss, either. They can't go Mac there. No, not really. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the one um, that's the one thing I would complain about with balance in StarCraft II right now is just that. Like, Terran's really pigeonholed. They've got one strategy that's really good, and they can win with it, but they really don't have any options. Whereas I do feel like Protoss and Zerg have a lot of options for every matchup of what they want to do. Mm. Although, don't go Ultras in ZBZ. <laughs> there are some other things like that. <laughs> Uh, okay. Please, yeah. please, please don't do that. Don't do that. Yeah. Oh man, as long as I'm spoiling future casts, sure. There's a Midrake Madness that is coming up in a couple days. Uh, a pretty good diamond level game. Like both players, it's a long ZVZ, and they're both using the right units and you know the Roaches, Hydras. Um, and then one of the players, they both go into lurkers. Okay. But the game ends because. One of the dudes runs an army of Roach Hydra Ultra into about eight lurkers and everything dies. Oh. And then he just gets, he calls it cheese. It's like, why you got a cheese? It was such a good game, too. Why did you make lurkers and ruin it? And I'm like, okay, look. You cannot like playing against lurkers. I get it. You can't call it cheese. Lurkers are buried like no, 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 no. super I, deep in the tech tree. No, 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 no. Anything cloaked is cheese. Dark Templars, cheese, right? Like <laughs> ghosts, cheese. Banshees, cheese. Anything under a mothership, cheese. Right? This is oh. that that is how cheese is defined. Uh I think you'll find. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I forgot that I forgot. Invisible things are cheese. You're mm-hmm. right. It's true. Yep. Yep. Man, it was just, he was so mad. I was like, all right, man, I get it. You're mad. But like, (laughs) the best part is this dude who was mad started the game with a 12 pool. (laughs) (laughs) Why you got a cheese? Yeah, he was was projecting a little bit there, I think. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, I don't know. Still a great game for sure. Oh, that's great. It is. And yeah, the Day 9 Daily, too. Like, I know this is before your time, but there were a couple maps that he showed in there, and I was like, oh, I miss these maps. Yeah? He had oh. a Steps of War game. You've heard of Steps of War, right? The rush distance is, like, four seconds? Nope. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, Google Steps of War in StarCraft 2 and see how small the map is. Um... And yeah, there was a game on there that was crazy. There was a bunch of Lost Temple stuff. I remember when Lost Temple was in the map pool. Oh, no, it's not. Oh, I I think I have played this map very Mm -hmm. briefly for an April 1st. Blizzard uh, made co-op 1v1. So you'd launch into co-op with your co-op hero, and you would just fight the other person on Steps of War. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, that's genius. That's a great idea. Yeah. Which, yeah. that is a tiny map. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, so just certain maps, I don't know, uh, they were not balanced. Like, Lost Temple had the problem where there's high ground uh, at your natural mm-hmm. that you can't access without flying. So, 
Basically, Zergs were just screwed because Terrans would drop tanks up there and Protoss would just put Colossus up there and you'd be like, well, I guess let me get my Spire out. <laughs> See what I can do about this. Uh-huh. Yeah, it was, it was bad. Good memories, though. Good memories of bad maps. You're still trying to figure it out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you just linked me this... Uh, Letter from CEO Bobby Kotick to all employees of Activision. Which appears to have come out within the last half an hour, which is why I felt yes. it rele- relevant to share. No, smart. And it's to the employees, but also it was posted on their website. So, like, it's an open letter, Bobby. Come on. Yeah, yeah. Call it what it is. Mm, this has been a difficult and upsetting week. I don't like how this is starting. I want to recognize and thank the people who have come forward in the past and recent days. Because, by golly, I didn't know anything about this until now. <laughs> sure, the implication, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, Every vo- it's just, it's platitudes. Every voice matters. Blah, 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 blah. Right. Uh, the our initial responses <laughs> to the issues we faced together and to your concerns were, frankly, tone deaf. That's <laughs> some responsibility, I guess. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, not, well, we're still going. Mm-hmm. Uh, shit. Sorry, we didn't provide the right empathy and understanding. The team leadership has heard you loud and clear. We are taking swift action to the compassionate, caring company you came to work for to ensure a safe environment. It's just after there's already been a shitstorm about this, it's hard for people to take you seriously with this kind of a thing, man. Yeah, this is a not we're fixing it because we thought it because it needs fixing. This is we're fixing it because people found out. Yes. Right. Like this, if this this would not have come out two weeks ago if someone had told him two weeks earlier. You know, there's no way he didn't hear about any of this. Oh until yeah, now. there's yeah, no way. No, no, of course. Yeah. So they're saying they're committing to long-lasting change, effective immediately. Taking the following was it five-step actions. Well, okay, but the big thing here is that they are asking a third party to come in, a law yes. firm, yeah, to come from the outside and conduct a review of their policies and procedures. Mm-hmm. So that's that's good. I think that's a good step. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. They can't fix themselves, obviously. So having a third party come in is a good idea. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yep. Um, I think that's probably the biggest thing that they're doing. These other five steps are nice. And they're like, are not... Like, I mean, three personnel changes. Uh, we are immediately evaluating managers and leaders across the company. Anyone found in to have impeding the integri- integrity of the processes for evaluating claims and imposing appropriate conse- consequences will be terminated. So basically, uh, potentially anyone who was involved in this behavior might just get sacked, which it's nice to hear. But the way it's worded is found to have impeded the integrity of our processes for evaluating claims. So that's not if you... You someone claims you did it, it's if you are stifling the evaluation of the claim. So basically, yeah. it's if you are covering it up, maybe, or attempting to, then you can, but that doesn't necessarily mean everyone involved. I don't know. Uh, in game changes is an interesting one. Uh, some of the in game content removing changes. I did see a tweet, uh, like a screenshot of something from uh, World of Warcraft that they're removing, like an NPC. I didn't, like, I don't know enough about WoW to know what was going on there. Yeah, there there was a dude um, 
that does voice acting for them and did model uh, Kael'thas, I think. Sure. And then he had several accusations of sexual impropriety, and then they basically got rid of all that stuff. Okay. So that's happened. There was another time that happened, but I think this was a while ago. I don't think there's anything recent that I've been aware of. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. All right. Well, moderately promising. We'll see how it goes. Moderately promising. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... Uh, It's, I don't know, it's so deep. It seems like it's so entrenched. Mm-hmm. Yep. And the problem is that even... Uh, the problem is that for the people to whom this was great, they loved going to work because of all the, the shit they could do, right? Mm-hmm. If all of a sudden that swaps over to you can't do any of the fun stuff that you enjoyed, then either you're going to leave, which probably an ideal outcome, or you're just going to resent the hell out of it and just take it out on your coworkers, right? right? In different ways. Like, maybe you're not sexual harassment Sam anymore. But maybe you just, you know, you're just an asshole in other ways. Maybe you can't you're the boss your that's like, I need you guys to. to work Saturdays from now on. Like, Yeah, something like that. Right. Like, oh, I don't oh. get to. I don't get to call around and look up employee skirts anymore. So <laughs> I'm gonna make you work overtime and just. Right. Everyone's, I'm miserable, so you have to be too. Right. Everyone's got to be here at seven a.m. and leave yeah. at five. Right. Yeah. Mm. That's. So that, that's what I'd worry about. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not great. Blah. Gross. Yeah. Well, yeah. I don't know. I. I wouldn't want to work there. And I wouldn't recommend anyone to work there. No, go work somewhere else, people. Yeah. Although, <laughs> like, I don't know where in the games industry I feel comfortable sending you, to be honest. So. <laughs> An indie studio uh, with, like, four people. Yes. Uh, that. Well, I don't know. Those guys are working their butts off, too, because they're trying to make it big, you know? Oh, yeah. I'm not saying that you wouldn't work hard, right? Like, but, I don't know. Make your own studio. Make your own games. <laughs> Do that instead. Yes. Have, the safer, have safer no industry. financial safety net f that comes with working at a big company and just, you know, put your mortgage on the line. It'll be fine. Yeah, that <laughs> always works out. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible advice. Oh. Gotta take your risks. <laughs> it's true. I guess that's, if you're going to strike it big. That's true. Suppose, suppose it's true. I don't know. I mean, I've never been anyone who's quit my nine-to-five job in order to pursue my dreams, so mm -hmm. can't necessarily, you know, tell anyone else to do that. So, yar. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, I was going to talk about something. Uh, oh, uh, yeah, I do. Okay, I just want to talk about the most re recent episode of Rick and Morty real quick. Sure. So... Rick and Morty is a uh, kind of chaotic show, I think. Mm -hmm. I think I would say that. Fair, yeah. So they put out an episode two days ago that is effectively about Thanksgiving. But it's the Rick and Morty spin on Thanksgiving, right? So it's not like a Charlie Brown Thanksgiving special. I, um, I understand that reference. Right? No, it... <laughs> <laughs> Charlie Brown stuff hasn't reached Australia? I don't know. 
<laughs> Maybe. Uh, who's Charlie Brown? Wow, okay. Oh, I know of Charlie Brown. Okay. So, it's just basically a wholesome example of Thanksgiving, alright? Sure. Um... Right, which is a uniquely American holiday, but I think you have the general just I mean, down. Canada has a Thanksgiving Day. Yeah, that's right. Canada has their own. Yep. Right, but so it's the Rick and Morty version where people are turning into turkeys because, <laughs> right, that's how they roll, and it's just right. insane. But it just feels like this should have aired on Thanksgiving. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's, it is entirely Thanksgiving-centric. There is no B-plot. Uh -huh. It is entirely about Thanksgiving and the president mm -hmm. and America in a lot of ways. And they're like, we're just going to dump this on the fourth week of July. Enjoy. I just, sure. I don't, I don't follow. It just, it, again, and it's Rick and Morty. So maybe that was their intent all along was we're going to make a Thanksgiving episode and we're going to air it in the middle of the summer. And that'll be hilarious because it makes no sense. Maybe. Or, I don't know, the shifting trend of just binging a show whenever you find it means that 90, 90, 99% of all times that people will ever watch that episode will not be on the 4th of July anyway. Or not the 4th of July, uh, Thanksgiving. Like, if people come back to this in 10 years and go, hmm, I feel like watching Rick and Morty, they're not going to get to that episode and be like, oh, it's the Thanksgiving episode, but it's February. Oh, put it off for now. Right? <laughs> like, right. It, it doesn't matter. You don't need to air it when it's thematically consistent with the real world date i don't think it matters it probably i don't know if it's like a one-off episode like hey we're doing a christmas bonus it's usually aired at christmas because i don't know reasons that's but, how it's done yeah because uh -huh. that's how it's done but if it's in the middle of a season and they're just doing it as a part of a regular seasonal episode rather than a seasonal episode wow that's confusing terminology but uh <laughs> I don't I don't see a problem with just putting it out whenever. <laughs> right. And I'm not complaining. It just felt weird, which again is a lot of their goal is to make the viewer feel off kilter. Right. Yeah. yeah. No, it's fine. A lot of the season, I would say, not to spoil it for anybody, is just a lot of wackiness. Okay. Which has always been it's always been part of Rick and Morty. They're always sure. about, we just do stuff because we can. Because we're an animated medium. Mm -hmm. We have a lot of creative writers on staff. We can do crazy stuff that no one's ever done before. Mm -hmm. It's true. Um, but uh, it's more episodes in this season that are just straight up wacky. Uh, in previous episodes, mm -hmm. there's been a lot of maybe some continuity with other episodes where it seems like there are some deeper themes and stuff going on. Mm -hmm. More stuff to think about. More commentary on certain you know, social and political things. Mm -hmm. And there was a little bit of that in this Thanksgiving episode, but largely it was just wacky, zany adventures, which is fine. It's a thing that they do. It just feels like they're maybe leaning more into that than continuity, which they've talked about. They don't want to get duck in continuity mm -hmm. because as a writer, that sucks to be like, I want to write this episode, but I need to fact check everything I say in here against the previous 300 episodes to make sure I don't contradict myself, you know? Right. Yeah, and it's just a lot easier when you're just doing a one-off adventure that doesn't have any connection to anything else. So, mm -hmm. yeah. 
It just feels like that's what they're doing, which is fine. That's my Rick and Morty report uh, for the week and the month. Sure. Cool. And the year, possibly. <laughs> yeah. Well, wait till they get to wait till it's actually Thanksgiving Day, and they put out another Thanksgiving Day episode. You watch. Oh, oh that'd be awesome. That'll be the sequel to the episode that just aired. Yeah. Or they put out a Fourth of July episode in in November <laughs> on Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's just fun. swapped it. You know, I wouldn't put it past them. No, me neither. <laughs> ah. Anywho. Mm-hmm. Anywho. Good stuff. Yep. Uh, is there anything else we need to cover today? You know, I really can't mm. think of anything. Uh, quick sports ball minute. Did mm. Oh. Remember, did I talk about the NBA Finals? Yes. On this? You, you yes. check out. Yes, you did. I, am, I don't know if... I, I remember it because you're not Lily. <laughs> <laughs> No, go ahead. You didn't. Well, it bears repeating. I'm just going to – just one thing. So the MVP of the finals is this dude named Giannis Antetokounmpo. He is a a Nigerian refugee. He and his family fled to Greece when he was a boy. Okay. Okay. So he's got nothing. Raised in Greece with his three brothers and his parents in this one-bedroom apartment. It sucks. They're selling stuff on the street. All the kids are out there selling CDs and T-shirts on the street, right? Sure. Like that is his childhood. Um. And then he's out playing soccer one day just with a bunch of kids. And this uh, basketball talent scout's like, you are like 6'4". You want to play basketball instead? You're too tall for soccer. So that puts him on this path to basketball. Mm-hmm. He ends up competing in Greece in some professional leagues when he's young, like 16 or 17 years old. Mm-hmm. He gets drafted into the NBA, brings his whole family over to America, wins an NBA championship. And it's just one of the more amazing, like, nothing rags to riches kind of a story uh that you just i don't know i don't think we hear a lot of those so it's just one of the more just kind of wholesome stories and he's just the nicest dude he's so down to earth and again i think it's because he was raised with nothing i bet it's hard to be an entitled adult when you didn't have anything when you were a kid you know i am willing to bet you a hundred dollars right now that says in the next five years there's a hollywood feel-good movie about this story billion percent i'm yeah. sure somebody's already working on it right now yeah 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 agreed so anyway that's it that was just it was a nice heartwarming event and um sports is good sometimes there you go sports is good sometimes yeah there you go <laughs> on occasion Glad we could agree every uh-huh. other every other july <laughs> <laughs> yes Ah, all right, good stuff. So I think that's going to be it from us today. I think so. Cool. So thanks for watching. Again, we do this on twitch.tv slash Somicron uh, every Tuesday. It's 7 p- or 9 p.m. Eastern and like 11 a.m. Australian. Mm-hmm. But Wednesday so for cool. sure in Australia, not Tuesday. Yes, yeah, sorry. Wednesday at 11 a.m. Right, yep. right. Yep. Come check us out live if you want. And you can also support the podcast directly at patreon.com slash Somicron. It's true. And you can check out the store at uh, falconpaladin.store. Mm-hmm. Aki says that the longest sports ball minute of all time. Yeah, I'm almost a minute 40. Wow. That was going fast. All right. 
So that's it. That's going to be it from us. Thanks for hanging out. And until next time, as always, stay safe and stay healthy. And above all, you take care of yourselves. Bye. Goodbye.